Welcome to the Amber Knight Superhero Podcast with Simo Suahemo. This show is your backstage pass to discussions with world-class influencers in the field of health and high performance. We bring you the selected tips and insights that you can use to upgrade your life and become unstoppable. And welcome to the Superhero Podcast. It's uh, me, your host, Simo Suahemo, together joined by an awesome guest, Zombor Diek, professional triathlete. This special episode is going to deal with the exciting sides of endurance sports, triathlons, Ironman marathons, uh, uh, excuse me, Ironman races, and will be of special interest to anyone who is interested in how to amplify their daily performance with food and reach even the top of the world in their craft by doing so and combining that with some amazing advice and inspiration from today's guest, Tsombar Diek. Tsombar, so, so welcome to the podcast. Uh, hey, thank you for the invitation. It's, uh, it's amazing amazing to have you on board, man. I've been really looking forward to our discussion. And So h- how, do you, how do you usually introduce yourself? You have a, a pretty amazing background. So, uh, so yeah, I'm, I'm doing uh, triathlon more than 10 years. So it's it's actually a really long time. <laughs> this is I think my 12th season and of course the beginning is uh it was uh, the beginning was uh very tough actually but I really enjoyed and uh, it's step by step every year I'm uh learn a lot and I improve the sport. So uh when i started sport i actually i <laughs> actually i didn't know what i'm doing in in the triathlon uh i was only 16 years old and before of course i i, I was a really active child so i'm doing every sport and my classmate just invited to ah you are really you're a really good runner why you sh- why not should try a triathlon and like oh yeah 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 it's, it's, it's Sounds great, and I just tried. Of course, the first race was crazy. I had a, uh, uh, I have a supermarket bike what I uh, <laughs> used in the first race. And, and when and, was and when was this? Uh, which year was this? Sorry? Like way back in the beginning. Yeah, it was the first race, so it was two thousand six or something like that so yeah it's a really long time actually the bike what i used it's it's why it's it's built up me and my cousin with two supermarket bike so it was <laughs> not the best bike actually incredible <laughs> yeah i i i raced with this bike and i i did the first trial and then started the bike and i ooh, ooh so excited and then it was i think seven loops or something like that and the second loops just the the handbar is uh, the no not the handbar the dealer is broke and like oh oh dear <laughs> <laughs> what should i do and fortunately the organizers helped me to fix the bike so i, I finished the race and i was so happy <laughs> and <laughs> and then i i i love the sport and i just continue to to do the sport so that was my first race. <laughs> but that's was... pretty incredible. And from you, from there, you've come a long way from a 16-year-old kid on a self-built supermarket bike 
into uh, uh, a world-class professional triathlete. So fast forward a couple of years, what, what has happened, for example, during the last 12 months in your athletic career? <laughs> so it was, it was a really, I think it's a really nice uh, life because at the beginning, I just always want to be better. This is same like today. I always want to be better. But the beginning was easy to be better day by day. No, it's more harder. The beginning, so yeah, I just enjoy the race and I training a lot. And actually, I didn't know what I'm doing. I didn't focus more like the nutrition or the training plan. I just always do what I want and sometimes so much training. <laughs> and yeah, but in the beginning, is it was easy to improve. So I have some really good result in the beginning. Of course, not 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 as big like no, but like I don't know, I win win a race in in the city, which is wow, it's, it was amazing, and then I win a race in my country, and then it's <laughs> it's a long story. So yeah, after the high school, I uh, I started to study in the sport education university, where I uh, also doing professional sport uh, or or. I started to do actually professional sport and I I getting better and better results as well. So it's very inspired me to continue sporting after the study. So after study, um, I I realized if I if I want to be a really really professional athlete, I need to do something special. So that's why why. I moved to Australia, where is the actually the best athlete is is a trainer trained there. So it's a very different triathlon culture uh, in Australia. The weather is is uh, perfect actually for training, and of course every facility and everything is uh, very 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 good. And when I moved in Australia. Actually, uh, I studied in business, and of course I need to work because <laughs> I need to pay the school and everything. And then, of course, I'm doing training because I moved there because the sport. And sure. And this was when you moved in to Australia to uh, to follow your dream. When was this actually? It was 2012. 2012, right? Yeah. And of course, like in Australia, I, before I in home, I have a couple of sponsors. So I was like half professional athlete. But when I moved there, I, I wasn't anything. So I was, <laughs> I was start again in the, for the nothing. So sure. it was build up everything. And in the first year, it was so tough. So I, every day I woke up five o'clock and go to training then i go to school and then i don't go to work so it was every day i start five six o'clock and finish ten o'clock and i'm i do this seven days uh, for seven days so it was non-stop doing this one so if somebody say before this one i can do this i say oh no it's not it's not possible to do but i i i did because i was really motivated to to improve the sport and be professional athlete and it was a very tough 
period, but uh, and very 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 hard. But in my first uh, half Ironman uh, race as a professional athlete was amazing. I finished in the top five uh, in the fourth place, and it was amazing because no one knew who I am, and. I also don't 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 I uh, didn't know what I am doing, and it was a huge step in my career because after I finished fourth in my first professional race uh, and the second uh, race I also finished fourth place, which was amazing and it's it's start my international professional career, and then uh, then everything uh everything starts so i slowly i got sponsors ships and yeah i start to learn uh, to earn by the sport so i actually i'm full-time professional athlete uh already five years so yeah that's 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 a really good story and it's a, it's a, also a good uh good story for someone else so if you want to be doing something really serious you can do it just need to work really hard yeah i think that's a that's a perfect story to destroy all uh, all excuses in your way from from pursuing your dream i mean you really went to a went to a great length there as a as a young athlete and uh, how did it feel like finishing fourth in an international competition when practically no one knew who you were <laughs> it's funny because when i finished fourth i was i was angry because <laughs> i <laughs> want to finish in the, in the uh, third place and it's funny because i it's the first uh, the, it was a, in a half fireman so 1.9 kilometer swimming and then 90k riding bike and then 21 kilometer uh, running and I was third place until uh, 20 kilometers. So it it's it it was only 1k in the finish. Uh, and I, in a Japan Olympic guy, catch me in the last k. Wow. So <laughs> so it wasn't a good good uh, good memory in in after the race. However, I did an amazing race and I I couldn't. Uh, push even more because I push maximum in myself and of course it, it was an amazing result but in when I finished I was <laughs> I was sad but yeah it, I think after it it was amazing and of course I was happy after I don't know like a half day but the, I remember the first couple of hours I was <laughs> unhappy <laughs> that, that that might be a that might be a, a well-fitting description for your own ambitions as a as a young as a young athlete that still keep keep on going and keep on giving. How how did it how did it kind of impact you the first first when you when you came into into the triathlon world as as this this kind of a young guy who just suddenly popped up on on the field of professional Ironman uh, sports. How, how did how did that kind of uh, how did that fast forward? The developments during the next years like what happened then so yeah it was a big change because i meet a lot of people and uh of course 
I I had a name after. So even before, of course, I paid for the race and then the organizers pay for me to go <laughs> in a race. So this is a really big difference. Uh, so yeah, it's it's a it was a big change actually. So. And after that, you've been racking up some some quite impressive results uh, in in the world of triathlon and in in the world of of uh, global Ironman racing. Yes, yes. So after after uh, I race everywhere around the world, especially I racing in more in in Australia and in Asia, Ocean Pacific uh, area, and of course in Europe in my home. Uh, so this is three area where I am racing uh, in the last five six years already. And uh, you actually actually just came back from a race. Could you uh, could you uh, tell our audience a little bit a bit about that challenge? Oh yeah. So in the last uh, nine months, I lived in Australia, and I moved back. <laughs> actually, I live summer by summer. <laughs> Which is great, and now I come back to to Europe because it's in Australia. It's winter, coming winter, and in when I moved here, uh, I st- stopped in Belgium for a race and a half Ironman international uh, half Ironman, and I f- finished uh, second place, which is which is a great result. In for me, it, it was the first uh, serious race in this season, so. It's a good result because uh, I think it's a so uh, every every so it, it was some really small mistake which is normally in the first race of the season, but it's a really good start. So I really really ha- really happy about that one and uh, I I hope it's a good will be a really good season. Uh, I feel much better than the last few season, which is really good. And yeah, I'm I'm also really hungry for the for uh, another race and for another uh, good result. So it's it's a good good uh, season start. Incredible! Congratulations. That's uh, that's uh, that's uh, quite amazing. And uh, looking looking back at, at 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 your at your younger self, which I'm sure uh, many of the many many people in the audience. Are also very interested in like when did you first understand as a kid that you want to be a professional com- competitive athlete, and uh, and uh, uh, how, how did that kind of how did that kind of dawn on you? Look, this is a really interesting thing. So I, actually, I never I never realized or I never you know I I would <laughs> I I will be a professional athlete. So when I started doing triathlon, it wasn't a, it wasn't a serious goal of course i i i would but when i was child i i, I like six, uh, seven years old i would be i i but it was my dream to be a professional athlete i don't know what what sport but uh yeah when i started triathlon i just enjoyed the sport so and i i improved and i was better uh and then i just realized okay i can be professional athlete and it's uh, uh, so when when I 
uh, when I was 20, I, I actually I get I had some really nice result when I it's it's like it's when I can say this is it, it was a professional level and when I moved in Australia that was when I when I because I want to be professional athlete uh, that was the step I think so but it's 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 like really really uh, not I cannot say like one point one day okay tomorrow sure. I will, would like to be professional it's like a long longer uh, period makes sense so uh what are what are some of the um, what are where are some of the focus areas uh, uh that that are important for you as an athlete that you feel that you feel like are are really specific for you do you have like a secret recipe for your amazing success that you that you uh, can can kind of attribute some of your some of your uh, your past performances to or or how do you how do you look at uh, being a professional athlete in your own way? Yeah, it's if you are a professional athlete, it's not just it's a different it's a difficult it's it's not like just you do the sport and that's it. So you need to be uh, it's it's what to say so like. It's one part you're doing your training and you are doing your race and the result, but you need to connect with sponsors. You need to do the marketing stuff, and of course you need to uh, work like the social social media and meeting with the sponsors. And uh, for me, it's very important to uh, give back something for for the. Uh, give back something so that's why I'm also doing like uh, presentations uh, in the schools for child and also for adults uh, and sometimes I'm doing like uh, group training which which I really like it uh, my favorite of course uh, the presentation uh, for the kids which is amazing and where I try to motivate it and of course uh, want to <laughs> uh, want to share the triathlon so it's a it's a very good uh, it's a really good opportunity for me as well for for motivation because after like a great presentation I have a really I have a motivated. I, I'm more motivated uh, for 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 the next week training or something like that. So I I like this this uh, stuff. Yeah, I can definitely see. I can definitely see that link there being an inspiration and also kind of fueling your own inspiration by 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 kind of show, showing and and sharing that passion with with the younger generation. Yes, I think it's very important. Because they, be honest, the new the new generation is more staying in home and playing with the games and I don't know searching in the Google and stuff like that. So it's not not as active like I don't know 20 years ago or 30 years ago when everybody go out and running and I don't know playing. So it's it's a big difference the new world and it's I think it's very important to share it's the sport because it's very important 
to be active, healthy. So, what what would you uh, what would you uh, recommend for someone who is who is uh, just preparing for their first serious race uh, in in triathlon, and uh, and uh, looking looking at the challenge, say uh, one year from now, uh, say someone would be signing up for a race. What would your expert tips be for for someone in in that situation? Yeah, so the triathlon is is have many distance. So the beginning is uh, the sprint distance is the smallest distance, and the Ironman distance is the longest distance. But of course, there have ultra triathlon and everything, but it's it's more crazy stuff. Uh, if somebody st- want to start triathlon, uh, uh, definitely start with a short distance, which is a sprint distance or maybe Olympic distance. The uh, sprint distance is only 750 meters swimming and then 20 kilometer biking and then finish with 5k run. I think it's it's perfect for start uh, for a beginning or Olympic distance, which is uh, twice distance the sprint. Uh, I definitely not start with long distance, uh, long distance triathlon. If you have something in uh, background, some you are if you if you was a runner or something, you have a really active. It may be possible to do like half Ironman, but it need to be really careful and uh, build up step by step definitely not start with ironman distance because uh i think it's not healthy if you start like with ironman uh you need to be your body ready for uh for the ironman and it need need more many trainings and everything for the muscle bones and everything for uh, ready to the ironman uh i think for for sprint sprint distance don't need even a year preparation maybe half year and you can really you can ready for the sprint distance race and then you can training next for olympic distance and then this is this is the way for for uh for the challenging because uh if you start if you if you start triathlon You will be love. It. You will be love it. That the the sport, I think, and be motivated as well. Um, I think it's which is very important for the uh, beginners. It's um, to train um, train uh, as much as is if as much what you can uh, recover. So. It's not not good if you train too much, and your body cannot recover. Uh, so I think it's much better if you train a bit less than a bit more, because of course you can you can train. Like, give you an example, like you can run 10 kilometer, but maybe your body enough if you run eight uh, kilometer in the beginning. So always need to be really careful uh don't don't uh, do too much and of course uh it's more important to be careful in the food to refreshing after the training which is 
of course, uh, which is uh, also one of the most important uh, things. Um, and yeah, it's it's uh, also good if you have a, a training plan, uh, what you want to doing, and not you you are okay today. I don't know. Uh, sunny day, so maybe I go out running and tomorrow, oh, okay, again, do it's much better if you have a plan uh, day by day. It's uh, if you have uh, opportunity to have a coach or uh, an experience, uh, people for uh, about the triathlon, it's, it's help a lot who can help and uh, share with the. With the training tips and everything, so yeah, I think so. It need uh, how to say so. It need more time and just take it easy and enjoy the way to the racing. I think that's the that's the key. I think that's great advice. How does your own uh, training schedule look like as a professional now that you're doing several races a year and uh, have have a uh, uh, a long kind of a kind of also also surely you have some some longer term goals that are that are ahead for you as a as a pro athlete. So so how do you how do you make sure that you have an optimal uh, training schedule yourself? Um, so the season is always uh, different. Like this season, I start a bit uh, a little bit later than than the last uh, few season. Uh, normally I start uh, three, four, three, oh, around two, three, sometimes four months, which is more like the basic endurance uh, training and then start more like racing, special racing specific trainings. Uh, the normally week, it's for me, it's around... Um, 10, 15 trainings per week, which is sounds crazy. Uh, by hours, it's 20 to 30 uh, hours training per week. Um, <laughs> and yeah, like if I say by numbers, it's like plus 20, uh, plus 15 kilometers swimming, and then like 45, four, four, 500. Uh, kilometer riding and then another 50 to 80 kilometer running so this is like a normally weeks uh, if I don't have race if I have a race uh, it's it's uh, the volume is is a uh, it's a bit uh, less and uh, of course when uh, I'm doing uh, uh, racing the peak season it's it's a uh, a bit less training, but the intensity is, is more uh, higher. Um, so I don't know. Then I training maybe for the volume twenty percent less than than the beginning of the season, and more specific training. And of course, it's it's sometimes because I'm <laughs> I have like seven or eight race per season and maybe one two race which is like a short distance or something like for a sponsor's race which is not really serious race but it's still 
uh, still a race and need to travel and everything. However, uh, in the, the the eight serious race or seven or six, I don't. It always depends the year, but it's uh, it's always need to be tra travel. So it's uh, it's uh, it's a uh, different when you have a race. It's uh, need to travel, so it's uh, it need to calculate in the training plan when you have traveling. So yeah, it's a challenging things, I think. Um, for me, it's more important to be always fresh than overtrained or something like that. So yeah. And this is something this is you talk I about a lot, uh, the, the risk of overtraining and, and, uh, and uh, also the, the, the strength in, in, a, in a timing your, timing your recovery perfectly and uh, and adequately yep. so so how do you uh, can, can you can you please please uh explain a bit of your philosophy there uh when it comes to uh finding the right training volume and and the right recovery yeah i think it's very important because it's actually for overtraining is very easy very easy way to overtrain when you feel like okay i can do this i can do this and you didn't didn't feel really that you are tired and you just train too much <laughs> sometimes i'm i'm also doing this one <laughs> so i know it's a uh, it's a uh, very easy to to be overtrained uh so that's why i need to be more careful in this uh in these things um for the if you calculate uh, your training i think for the beginners of course it's it's different every 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 everyone is different because if you have a, a difficult job you need to be calculate your your job you need to be calculate your family your family time which is very important and then it's the uh the sport is it's it's very important, but it's maybe it's in the third uh, third position can be like after the work and the and the family. Uh, so I think if you have time like five or hours training uh, per week, it's 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 amazing. It's it's enough for for do a race and don't don't need like 10 hours training if you don't have time uh because many many athletes which is doing uh passion for passion uh, also doing age group or amateur athlete doing really really serious and doing like i don't know twice maybe 50 percent more than they can do so it's 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 a very easy very easy way to to do more than as as much you can do it so what are some of the uh concrete tips and examples for people uh both uh in the in the beginning and in the advanced phases of their of their triathlon uh triathlon life to be able to not train too much and to be able to adjust their training 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 amounts and their training schedules to avoid this, because I, I think this is a, a common problem that seems to be quite prevalent in the in the field of triathlons. Uh, 
and in in the in the overall field of endurance sports as well. Yeah, so it's the best if you have a coach and you have a training plan, but you need to follow the training plan. But if you feel tired, it's 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 need to focus and understand your body. You are, is tired, and if you have a tired, don't need to do uh, the the. You need to do maybe you 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 are able to skip something in the plan, and maybe you need one day rest and you don't need to ride a long long ride if you and even if you have in the plan you have like two hours uh, riding but you feel really tired. Definitely not not doing this one. So always need to listen your body, and and don't say. Uh, I am tired, but this is normal, of course, because I'm doing endurance sport. Of course, it's an if you are normally tired and not like extremely tired, uh, it's fine. But if you feel more tired than normal, uh, just just take a rest and I don't know, do an adventure or something easier, or just go go with your family out and walking or something and don't be uh, absent, absent because you don't do the full pr- training plan. And do you use some kind of a uh, some kind of a technology to track your uh, recoveries? Yeah. So for me, I have a, a test in the morning when I wake up. Every every morning, I have a, a ten minutes uh, test which I update to the uh, PC and then uh, one one person uh, analyze in my recovery and we see what's what's training working and what is too much so for me it's it's a it's a bit easier but uh, what kind of a test do you use uh, actually it's a I'm using with the uh, heart rate monitor with like uh, like a Garmin watch and I just uh, checking my heart rate and then we <laughs> actually we doing like uh, seven or eight uh, type of analyze in the heart rate it's more like a AKG and uh, we see if something uh, something not normal and it's uh, or is it not normal? It's it's good if you, I have a tough day. After, of course, I it's every number is not normal. But after going uh, down the numbers, if it's good, so sure. Yeah, it's so a, it's a, so it's kind of a is that like a default uh, capability of the of the device of your of your Garmin watch smartwatch or is that something that's uh, or what uh, what kind of a what kind of a um, combination of equipment uh, do you use so for it, that? It's it's actually a simple Garmin watch, uh, and I update uh, the watch some programs. I'm I don't know actually right now the name of the program, which is uh, not just uh, uh, checking the heart rate, checking the uh, time of the uh, the the recovery zone and everything. And 
Yeah. Probably like a uh, HRV heart rate variability test there in there too, and uh, and uh, and uh, something like something like uh, a collection of those those tests run run through the watch. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah, like this one and uh, like the most important, the average heart rate. Uh, how is it? So how, how works the average? Great. And uh, how about uh, how about nutrition? How do you how do you look at uh, food and nutrition as part of your uh, success as an athlete? Yeah, the nutrition is I think is the uh, one of the most important things uh, in the sport and of course in the uh, normal life because like in the training you are just doing the training but not improve in the during the training after if you are recovered well uh, you can be improved so for me the nutrition is very important uh, actually i am a vegetarian uh, athlete so i need to f- focus more what i am eating and drinking um, Uh, so I, yeah, let, let, let's uh, talk. Let's talk about that a bit. Uh, how, how, and when did you become a vegetarian? And uh, is that, is that a, what? What kinds of a, what kinds of a grounds do you have there as a as an as an athlete? Uh, do you do you come come uh, from a, from a kind of philosophical perspective there, or are there some some health or performance factors in? Actually. Uh, I never really liked meat, so when I was only four, I didn't eat meat because I don't, I, I didn't like it or still don't like it. So uh, for me, it wasn't because I w- would like to be uh, more healthy. It was I just don't like the taste, and uh, and right now I think it's it's much better to be vegetarian. Uh, but it need to be more careful, and of course, need to calculate everything. Uh, what are you eating? Um, I don't say if if you are not vegetarian is not healthy because uh, the meat is not not a bad things, but uh, but the normal people uh, eat more meat than than need it. And how do you how do you take that into account? Uh, while planning your planning your foods and and planning your nutrition, because I think that's something that many people out there are 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 definitely interested in hearing how uh, how you how you look at that equation. Yeah, so I always uh, when I'm eating, I I, I uh, focus three things. One is uh, the carbohydrate and the protein uh, and then something uh, veggie so when i like cooking something i i eat like a salad and something protein which like i don't know like uh, tofu or something and some carbohydrate which is like uh, rice or something like that so i always these three types which is uh, I, i always this uh, I always eat these three things together. And how about, uh, for example, uh, before a race or before a tough training session, 
do you have like um h- how do you how do you prepare your food and your nutrition before and after oh yeah so it's a the training and the, and before the race it's a different uh, way uh, it, i'm more more careful before the race uh but the the normal life i i always uh more open so i i try some new things or it's it's fine but the 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 race before the race it's more serious so i i just eat what i i know it's working um like before the before the like example before training uh I'm eating something what uh, actually I can use in during the training and uh, more carbohydrate and then after the training in a beginning I I uh, uh, the first one or I like I drink a shake uh, protein or something and fruits uh, and then I eat something uh, serious like a, a pasta or something uh, yeah this is a, like a normal training so i always uh, i always uh, eat before and after the training like one hour after and uh, So I don't, I never eat too much before the training. So I just eat a little bit or sometimes like just take a shake, a umbronite shake with water. This is my favorite. I can do this like 20 minutes, even 20 minutes before the training because it's a very good, easy to diet and for it's no problem for me, the stomach. So I can use the energy and everything in, in the, in the training. Um, for me it's it's sometimes i don't uh i i don't have enough time to to eat uh enough because i burn uh, a lot uh during the day when i have like five hours riding and then like another one or swimming it's 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 uh <laughs> burn a lot so what kind of what kinds I, of uh, amounts of calories are we talking about uh so it's like during a uh, five hours riding it's 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 almost like two and a half three thousand calories which is a lot of course uh i already uh eating during the training so i start uh i start the the nutrition in the in the train during the training sure your so your daily averages would go up to five six maybe even seven thousand yeah 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 so it's uh sometimes like this one of course i have a easier day or maybe sometimes i have just maybe two hours training or three hours training when i have more like stuff uh harder training but the average is like four five hours training per day so yeah that means it's a lot of calorie yeah that's a lot of food um, how, yeah, of, how how do you how do you combine that when when you're when you're traveling all the time? Like, do you have do you have some uh, 
go-to meals or go-to snacks or how do you plan your 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 uh, your uh, nutrition and, and and the food around your traveling schedule? Yeah, it's it's really important when you travel. Don't forget to eat and uh, drink enough. So uh, I always I always have some muesli bars and I I use Ambronite. It's amazing, especially like a long flight. Uh, using just easy to uh, put some water to the Ambronite and just shake and. You have a good nutrition. You don't eat some junks, even if you are travel, which is great. Uh, but yeah, it's need to need to always uh, calculate how long is the traveling and uh, what's the calorie what you need uh, in during the the travel during the travel. And. Uh... When you compare yourself to the other other top athletes in the uh, in the Ironman world globally, how do you how do you see yourself doing things differently than them? Obviously, not many of them are vegetarian. Can you see any other differences? Um, yeah, the nutrition is uh, for me it's, it's especially because I'm vegetarian, which is not not uh, normal in the triathlon however if i looking like the the marathon runners uh, the ethiopian runners which is almost everybody is vegetarian and still they are the faster runners in the world so it's uh, it's working um, for me it's it's the this is a different part the, because i'm vegetarian uh, and which is also different me and the other top guys in the world um, i think i need to work more harder than the normal uh, top guys athletes because uh, i'm come from uh, come from romania whereas the triathlon is not uh, not as uh, popular and it's uh, the, the triathlon school it's not as good as like in in a other country so which is which is very easy or they learn it in the beginning it's 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 something missed for me but uh, no i work maybe more harder than uh, them they to cooperate to the to the what i'm missing and uh, who are some of the athletes uh that you want to aspire to? Like, do you have any, any athletes that inspire you? Doesn't have um, to be triathlon. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think I actually, I don't have like one athlete but is like my idol or something like that. I always want to, to check what I'm, what uh, doing any athlete, even if, if it's not professional athlete, uh, can share something what you can learn. So I think I open always my uh, my eyes and I check what I, what they what others doing and uh, if 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 I think if uh, I feel it's a good things I I try maybe a 
training tips or maybe just you know food tips or something so i always uh i always open for the new things so what are, what are some of the tips that you've tried lately that have been that have been uh, good findings that you've been incorporating into your daily practice uh, <laughs> it's a difficult question because it's there is a lot <laughs> um Oh. Which part are, are you thinking, or yeah, like just uh, just anything that you've you've uh, maybe found someone else doing and tried it yourself and uh, and found it was a good idea. Ah, okay. So I don't know, like last week, I, I just learned that you, if you don't have a electrolyte uh, drink during the training, you can use simple salt. Just put salt in the water and it's more better than the normal water because uh, you can use that one. This is just an, just an example what I learned in the last week. And what kinds of uh, electrolyte drinks do you usually usually use when you're when you're training and racing? Uh, I'm using uh, uh, tablets, electrolytes, which uh, which don't uh, varies don't have sugar or something like that. So which uh, and uh, without carbohydrate. Do you have a favorite uh, favorite brand or a favorite type? Uh, Actually, I I don't have favorite brand. Maybe the, my favorite, what I use many times, is in Australian brand. It's the name is Shots. That's that's working for me. But I'm using a lot of brands, so I'm not not uh, just using one. Brand. How about in terms of gear? Uh, what, what's what's some of your favorite? favorite uh, uh, choices when it comes to triathlon gear because that's always a big discussion of course and a, and a, and a center of attention uh, for for many for many people watching and and uh, following triathlon uh, triathletes uh, do you mean like the bike burger or like uh, yeah in, in terms of equipment uh, all, all, all the equipment that you use like like what are what are some of your what are some of your uh, your uh, uh, favorite choices of equipment in terms of in terms of uh, your racing uh, kit? Yeah, I always try to use the best quality uh, equipment. For me, it's very important uh, because it can can help a lot if you have a good equipment, uh, which is for me very important. Uh, to use equipment like which is working, and of course I would like I, I try to uh, work the be uh, the best uh, brands uh, together, uh, and uh, which for me means if I have a good equipment which is working for me, I wanna keep it and don't. Uh, Use another one, and uh, 
So for example, uh, looking at, for example, your, your bike, uh, what kind of a bike are you using currently and, uh, and uh, what, are, what are some of the features that you feel are most helpful for you in, in uh, your latest successes? Mm -hmm. So I'm using a triathlon bike, uh, which is like a time trial bike. Uh, the brand is a Chinese brand, uh, Super Race. Um, this is a full electric uh, shifters and uh, 11 speed. Um, what else? Um, I'm using over pulley, which is amazing. Uh, this is SLF motion. Uh, and of course, I'm using a power meter. It's a B Pro power meter, Italian brand, which has helped me a lot to, to analyze my training. And uh, I'm using a, a Casco helmet, which is a German brand. Uh, uh also amazing mean quality and the sunglass is a 70.3 uh, which is, sorry uh, it's a 720 or more brand which is also for me very good and one of the best quality and the race suits and the training suits it's a ccn sport it's a chinese brand very very well quality and uh, other uh so the back to the bike, if I go to back to the bike, it's it's a medium size frame what I'm using, uh, 45 size. Uh, and the jersey, it's a 50, 53 with 38 and the back cassettes, uh, it's a 11 to 38. No, sorry, 20, 28, sorry. <laughs> sure. And what else? Oh, yeah, around this one, what i using in the bike. And yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Uh, so apart from, uh, apart from uh, the equipment and, and the food and the training, how do you um, how do you ensure mental performance and cognitive performance on on a race day? Like, what kinds of preparations do you do for your for your uh, for your uh, cognitive capability and mental toughness? Um, yeah, I think the triathlon is uh, is uh, three uh, tribe, but it's whoever I think it's four. So swim, bike run and in the mind it's <laughs> very important to to be very strong in the mind and i think it's uh, very important to training uh, like a normal training session do like in mentally training which is more like meditation and uh, and like this one is is very important uh, i always uh, i always I always thinking more about what 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 I should do, why I doing this one, and focus more myself. And it's uh, before the training, before sorry sorry 
before before the training i always thinking why i am doing this training okay why i help me this training and what is my goals why this is my goals um and uh, yeah it's a very strong mentally of course sometimes i'm i'm down and sometimes i'm up it's uh it's the normal and uh i also working uh working uh, professional uh once a week uh about the mentally things so how how does that look like are you uh are you uh do do you have some certain exercises that you're doing there or how does that how does that training look like uh yeah so i'm doing uh mindfulness exercise which has helped me a lot uh this is actually i'm doing uh almost every day or sometimes twice a day uh it's it's helped me a lot even for relaxing uh it, it's worked much better um uh, and uh And uh, once a week, I working with a sports psychologist, which is uh, we are talking more about the the, the plans, goals, and everything. And uh, in terms of the mindfulness practice, I would love to hear a bit more about this because uh, this has certainly had a big impact on my life and my performance, and uh, and uh, and uh, incorporating some mindfulness and meditation practices into into my daily life has has definitely improved my focus and happiness so so i would i would love to hear a bit more about for example your your uh morning morning practice in terms of mindfulness if you have one or or some other times of the day or pre- before a practice session or training session or or how do you how do you use mindfulness specifically yeah uh so i learn on the uh by by a professional uh, mindfulness teacher it was uh, almost 3 3 months when i learned this this uh, things every week uh it's uh, it's more like uh, relaxing the whole body start with like relaxing the muscles uh to down start the feet and up to the head and then uh and then focus your body uh, like a breathing or uh, and your mind and everything uh, so it's like a 10 minutes exercise and then mm, when you are full relaxed and your uh, your mental is is like free and it's it's help a lot like Maybe it's like just a ten minutes exercise, but you are, for me, like it's keep like two hours recovery, actually. So, so let me get that again. So, with a ten minute exercise, you can reach uh, the same effect than two hour recovery. Is that what you yeah, saying? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, it, it's like this. Or sometimes I'm using before, before, uh, before sleep, and it's the sleep is going much easier and well that's amazing oh, yes, I think. 
Yeah. How does your how does your morning routine look like? What are what are some of the uh, do you have like a morning routine that you uh follow when you wake up and uh and uh start your day? How do you how do you typically go about it? Yeah, so what I said I I always uh wake up every day same time. And that uh, was 5 that, at 5 or or was that way back in Australia? Or do you still wake up at 5? <laughs> no, I, no, I <laughs> Uh, I'm not a uh, early bird. I'm more like a late bird. So. <laughs> but I wake up around seven o'clock. That's my normal, uh, normal life. And then I start uh, do this this test. Uh, what I said, and then I go to do a breaking, uh, and then maybe if depends if I have a running, I I. Running training, I after the break I do like 31 hours uh, uh, rest or something, doing like uh, some PC work or something like that, and then I start my first training. So yeah, it's actually every every day. Uh, it's 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 like this test breakfast maybe i have sometimes or i start with training <laughs> direct so it's it's pretty same every day all right and uh do you have any do you have any uh, um any specific um tips in terms of in terms of the psychological side of training or or even the psychological side of of just living a happy life because i feel that that's something that many people are are uh, are uh, really struggling with these days, um, building healthy habits and and especially building healthy psychological habits that help us perform at our peak. So uh, so uh, clearly you ha you have many areas there nailed down, testified by by your your by your uh, success in the world of professional sports. So do you have any anything to share with our audience in in that field? Yeah, I think it's the most important you live in in the moment and uh, enjoy and the moment, not always thinking about the food future, what's, uh, what's happening. You, you, you need to be uh, focused in the moment and uh, live by the moment. And yeah, uh, I don't know what to say. My, I have a motto, which is my, uh, my uh, reason for being it's, a dream big, achieve more. It's a different uh, type, but this is what I'm doing always. I'm, uh, I live by the moment, but I have also a dream, and I work hard for that one. So, talking of dreams, what are your goals for for a triathlon in the next five years? Yeah, so I'm 20 years old, uh, which is. Other sport, it's maybe the peak year, but in the triathlon, especially in the long distance, it's still a young, young uh, year because the peak is maybe around 35 years. So I still have time. Uh, so you still have but, uh, five more years uh, until the uh, typical peak. Yeah, or maybe more. <laughs> yeah. What what, Even, what 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 are some of the uh, so, so uh, what what are some of the some of the people who are who are setting all the records in, in triathlon? Like, what 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 age are do people typically set set the world records or their career records? 
it's definitely after 35 years. All right, so you, you still have plenty of plenty of time to go there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I would, but you know, it's like there is an example. The New Zealand guy Cameron Brown is already 43 years or 44 years and still completing in the very very high level. He he won or he's always in the podium and he he's the oldest. Uh, Ironman champion with 43 years old. So yeah, <laughs> it's not a young sport. Yeah, and, and actually, uh, yeah, that's that's uh, that's uh, that's also, I guess, very good news for for someone with a with with such a good start, uh, and uh, and also with a with a psychological component because it seems like many of the sports where age seems to seems to not be a hindrance for. For professional success, they seem to be something somehow connected, well connected to uh, the athlete's psychology, uh, to, to the to the psychology of of the sport, and and developing that side. Yeah, so it's this is because the triathlon is it's an endurance sport, and the psychology, the mentally things, it's. It's uh, very important. That's why why it's uh, after 35 year or uh, 35 when you are you're also your mind ready for this this uh, hard tough things. Uh, your mind ready. That's that's why why it's it's the best best stage I think. Sure, but sorry I hijacked the conversation entirely. So so back to your back to your own own uh, five year oh. five year plus plan as a as a pro triathlete. Yeah, so my priority goal is is and uh, theology is uh, be better day by day, and um, uh, I have been focusing more on the uh, half distance, uh, which is Ironman seventy point three for now, um, and in the future, in my uh, I would like to f- focus or already I focus uh, more in the full distance. Uh, Triathlon, which is the Ironman uh, distance, this is a 3.8 kilometer swim, 180 kilometer bike, and uh, 42 kilometer run. Which is, uh, I think, I am already uh, enough old to do this in uh, in uh, the first uh, first priority. Uh, so yeah, I would like to be. Uh, be successful uh, in this uh, in this distance in the future and my main goal is a uh, is a uh, win win a big ironman race uh, yeah this is my main goal i i i think i can do this uh, maybe 5 years later or something like that i need more experience and uh, also, I think uh, for me, the biggest opportunity to win like big race, it's maybe somewhere where it's very tough condition. So I focus more like in, in tough race, slow race, which is not too fast. This is my, my type of race. So that's why I like I race to Asia, where is every race is very tough. Especially because the weather, it's it's very tough. 
Right. And uh, what are some of the other other goals or other dreams you have in life apart from apart from uh, uh, your your uh, uh, journey as an Ironman athlete? I, I love that you call it a journey and 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 a, and a way and a way of life because I, I really feel that that's uh, that, that seems to be a um, very common way of describing uh, describing the lifestyle of a professional athlete. Uh, so what else is there that you're especially passionate about apart from Ironman and spreading the word uh, uh, of, of, of a triathlon? Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, the, I always say the triathlon is a selfish sport. It's, it's, it's actually true. And, of course, when I'm doing professional triathlon, it's, it's a, I'm doing a bit selfish uh, things. That's why, why I, I always want to be back um uh, there was a bit I, of a glitch in the microphone so can you uh y you were saying you always want to oh i always want to give back something for the for for the for the peoples uh because i i actually i i uh get a lot <laughs> help and everything uh in my career um uh my main goals it's i i would like to be a coach and and uh share my experience uh in the future sounds great uh this has been a very very inspiring discussion i i can already feel the itch of of putting on my trainers and and uh, and uh, doing a bit of running for my own, for for my own pursuits, I think uh, one one of the great things about pursuing things, even though you you mentioned as you mentioned that triathlon is often perceived uh, and said to be a, a selfish a selfish sport, I would also say that of course we do need those individuals who push the limits of human capability in order to uh, to to see what's really possible and. And to also crush those mental obstacles in in a, in our in our thinking, because so much of what is perceived impossible, in my experience, is is a is a is a indeed not all that impossible. It only feels like that until it's done, and uh, I think you're a perfect example of that. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, yeah, it's it's maybe a selfish sport, but uh, it's. Uh, it's more than a selfish sport, so it's a very good thing uh, for everybody. This triathlon. So I just want to say for everybody, if you if you have an opportunity, you should try it. Is there any other message you would like to uh, uh, share or, and send to our audience before we wrap up? <laughs> Start triathlon. <laughs> <laughs> that that one I can see already coming <laughs> coming coming from between the lines and and and. and I think that's also something that that's been quite prevalent, especially in in Europe and and also in the U.S. I'd say, uh, people of all ages picking up endurance racing and and uh, of course triathlon being big magnets in that field, and and people even even in their in their later years finding the joy of endurance racing, and uh, and uh, the joy of pushing their limits even if they're not going for it even semi-professionally but rather as a personal challenge so i think that's that's definitely an exciting trend uh that's that's uh 
that's uh, bubbling under and uh, becoming more and more mainstream. Yeah, so in, in a triathlon is no age limit or something. It's everybody can do it. And if you look uh, like an Ironman race, it's uh, more more thousand people doing triathlon and it's only maybe one percent which is professional athlete in the start line and 99 percent is is age group athlete who is doing like a hobby more like one one part maybe it's more serious more just for fun so yeah this is a really amazing thing i think so if you if you try you 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 i think you can <laughs> you cannot stop it very addictive. So where can people follow you and, and find more information about you and uh, especially follow your, your next races, of course, because that's what I'm at, at least very interested in. Thank you. So I have a web page, which is uh, jeanbordeag.com. And also I have an in Instagram page. You can find me in Instagram and Facebook. Uh, these two things what I am always using. I have a Twitter, but I don't really use it. So, but this, uh, my webpage, Instagram and Facebook, I'm, I'm actually, I'm active. So you can find my, uh, life and, uh, what I'm doing and where I am racing, what I, what, what the results and everything. So this three, three part, definitely you can find me. Awesome. And, and follow. And, and maybe find a bit of a hint on which continent you're currently racing on because you're already always, always. Uh, zipping around the world uh, during season. Thank you so much, uh, John Barr. This has been this has been a, a, a major privilege, and uh, and uh, I found this talk very inspiring. And and uh, hope hope that we will have the chance to do, uh, to do this again very soon. Ah, thank you very much. I also hope I I have a really good time uh, with you and with the with the uh, who is listening this this uh, show. Awesome. So thank you very much. Yeah, th thank you so much. And uh, to all our listeners, you can find, as as usual, you can find the show notes on our blog, ambernight.com slash Ironman. That's ambernight.com slash Ironman. And uh, you can you can check out all, also the other episodes, blog posts uh, that we have that we have there uh, for triathletes, for endurance athletes, and also the other episodes of the Superhero Podcast. And that one you can find on ambernight.com slash podcast. Thanks for listening and uh, see you soon, superheroes. Thanks for listening to the Ambernight Superhero Podcast. Please check out the links, show notes, and other episodes at ambernight.com slash podcast. That's A-M-B-R-O-N-I-T-E dot com slash podcast. Thanks again and catch you in the next episode.